Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another segment of Ask Mars. Today's question is from Chelsea, who asks about the disconnect and confusion between soul-led and boss babes. So where do you sit in all of this? Are you team hustle or are you team flow? And how do we decide which messaging is for us? So I'm sure you've heard of boss babe, hustle hard, beast mode, sleep when you're dead, massive action, get it done, and a bunch more. And then on the complete opposite side, follow your bliss, do what lights up your soul, do what feels good, rest more, take aligned action, and sit back and receive. So on the surface, we can tell that one is more masculine in nature and the other is feminine. So one is in the doing and one is in the being. And we really saw the pendulum swing one way towards that hustle hard culture, very much in the masculine, very much in the doing, very much 3D centered. And then we had that to the extreme where we saw burnout and we saw, you know, people sacrificing quality of life and their relationships for this quote unquote success and they were unfulfilled. And so the pendulum swung to the other side to following your bliss and doing what really feels good to you and working a lot less, et cetera, and all the other terms and phrases that people say. And that only makes sense for the pendulum to swing one way and then to go the other. And really, it's about finding where you fit in that swing and knowing what is true to you. So I thought, let me just explain the context more so you are able to cut through and know what's right for you. So number one, and most importantly, when we are deciding what is for us and really just following our journey as entrepreneurs or business people is, of course, of course, seek mentors, but never give away your power. This is so, so, so important. Sometimes when we see people having the results that we want and when we admire someone and we put people up on a pedestal because they've had a certain level of success, we give them way too much authority in our lives and we get, we begin to follow people blindly without discernment. So the only person being that has authority in my life is God. Every single human on this planet, I use my discernment. So it means that even if they have the results that I want, just because they did it in a certain way, yes, success leaves clues, but you are an individual. And just because they did it in this exact formula, it does not mean that if I follow that exact blueprint that I'm going to get the exact results. Okay, so we cannot follow anybody blindly. Okay. 
Number two is we have to understand that these are like aphorisms. So an aphorism is an observation which contains some truth. It's like an adage or a generalization, which means that they're catchy and then they hold some truth. And that it also means obviously nothing is universally true in all times, right? So we have to understand that we all thrive under different conditions and as individuals and in different contexts and at different stages of our lives and careers. So these catchy phrases and quotes, we need to just understand that they hold some truth but they're not universal truths. So holding on to one quote, like a lot of quotes, they, they're meant to create some emotion in us. So you're like, oh, I'm so excited by that. Yeah, that feels really good. And we have some kind of, you know, physiological surge in our body. And we're like, that's full resonance for me. And you hold on to it, but just understand that it's an aphorism, right? You can't contain whole truth in, in like five words. It's just, it's just not how it works. The other thing we have to understand is that these messages that are being put across are usually by coaches, teachers, something. They're a business. This is part of their marketing strategy, okay? So we know that we are competing for people's very short attention span, within seconds, right? So we need to convey a short and sharp and concise message, right? We talk about having an elevator um, pitch. We talk about being able to communicate what we do within like 30 seconds or less. Like people want easy and fast and also not to be insulting, but we're often talking to the lowest common denominator. So people that are not that smart and or lazy. Okay. People want the simplest thing. They want the fastest and shortest answers and they don't want to do a lot of thinking for themselves. And this is what makes them easy prey for aphorisms and points of view that are just succinctly portrayed, but there's so much more underlying to those words that they're not even willing to look at. So then they hold on to this aphorism as truth rather than digging a little bit deeper. And then also every single marketing coach will tell you that having a strong opinion is good. And saying that, saying something that's controversial is also good because it attracts attention. So I get it, not hating at all, actually love it um, because when you have more eyes on you, that's how you're going to increase your business, right? So I absolutely get it. But understand that these people are running a business. They're coaching to a specific niche. So they're going to have a strong viewpoint. So just because they have a strong viewpoint and just because you respect them for their viewpoint, it doesn't mean that actually applies to you or is relevant to your life, okay? Um, the other thing is like some of these aphorisms, especially the more flowy ones, are rooted in spirituality, um, but they can be used out of context. And so importantly, and again, this may trigger some people, um, but I believe that it's used as a cop-out to not play full out. So yes, there is definitely a lot of spiritual um, 
messaging around, and I mean, I've even taught on it about the importance of getting into receiving mode that we cannot receive and ask at the same time. We need to create space to receive, etc. But you can't constantly be in quote unquote receiving mode. You can't just sit there and meditate all day and expect your dream life to happen. Yes, the receiving happens, but for example, like let's say you pray or you meditate and you want this opportunity. So the gift from God is the opportunity is presented. Well, then what are you going to do with the opportunity? It requires you to do something. You must take action or you will waste the opportunity. And then I guess the other point is that because that we were so much in the hustle culture and now we're completely the opposite way, we have this way of attacking things and deciding things are toxic. So now hustle culture is toxic. And the truth is anything can be toxic when taken in excess. Um, but I believe, and this is just my personal opinion, you don't have to agree. I believe that we're, we just overuse the word toxic, i.e. masculinity is toxic. And that's a conversation for a different time. But it's just, again, this is, we're being lazy. We just want to, what's the quickest answer? There is no quickest answer, honey. You got to actually do the work. You actually got to feel like what, what is right for me, which takes me to how to know. How do you know what's for you? How do you know if you need to be more in your flow and in receiving and and relaxing um, and taking aligned action? And, And how do you know that you need to be more in taking massive action, you know, not taking a break right now and staying committed and staying on course and and displaying a lot of resilience? Like, how do we know? Right? So Number one, it's you have to be self-aware. You have to be self-aware enough to know whether that author, that teacher, that coach is speaking to you. For example, if you're super burnt out, maybe right now the message that you need to hear is about rest, the importance of rest, that rest is strategic. But if you're not taking consistent action and your business isn't moving forward, Maybe the message that you need to hear right now is about taking massive action. So you need to ask yourself and be honest with yourself. Like, is this for me right now? It might not be what you actually want to hear. And that's where your personal leadership and integrity comes in. You have to be honest. You have to take an honest look at yourself and be like, do I have the results I want? Am I moving forward in my business or whatever that you're working on? And if you are not, then are you holding on to an ideology too firmly because it feels comfortable to you? Like I believe in taking only aligned action and I only believe in being in receptive mode and I like to yeah, but if you're not getting the results, can you be self-aware enough and honest with yourself enough like, "Ooh, okay, maybe I need to look at this." And like, sometimes we get confused about what aligned action means. Like we think aligned action sometimes is if I feel like doing it and you know, I'm going to light my candle and after I've meditated and after I've journaled and after I've prayed and then it feels good to do it, that's aligned action. No, aligned action is taking the action that's going to move you towards your goals without it being out of integrity. So does it mean it always feels good? Uh, No, 
Sometimes those income producing activities are so freaking uncomfortable. Doesn't mean it's not aligned action. Don't lie to yourself. We need to be honest with ourselves enough. And this is really, oh gosh, now I feel like I'm ranting, but this is really one of the reasons that we are not as successful in our businesses that we want to be because we we lie to ourselves about what's actually happening in our lives, in our businesses, and we're, we're playing victim rather than taking radical responsibility for our results, okay? And the other thing is, I want you to think about whether you are repelled by one of these messages, okay? And then I want you to ask yourself, why? For example, if you are a boss babe, if you are someone that takes a lot of action, you are a doer, you are consistent, you are showing up, and the idea of some chick over there, you like doing her yoga and then like drinking her tea and then working for an hour. Like if that triggers you because she's getting amazing results and maybe you're not getting amazing results or maybe you're even getting the same results, but you're working so much harder than her and that's triggering you, that's because you wish you had some of what she has and vice versa. If you are in the flowy, like, oh, I only like to uh, be in a line, like I need to sit with this more as like one of my biggest pet pet peeves of people in like the spiritual community, like, oh, I'm just going to like sit with this. So what you can procrastinate on this more. These are the excuses and the terminology that we use. So, and if you're completely repelled by boss babes that are showing up on their stories and day in, day out, she's just producing, 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 don't lie to yourself. There's a part of you that wishes that you could be like that, that you had the courage and the, just like the audacity, let's even say, to show up unapologetically like that. And like, we can unpack that so much deeper, but that's beyond the scope of this podcast, but I just wanted to touch on that and plant that seed that whatever triggers us in somebody else, it's because it's shining a spot on something unhealed in us or on an untapped desire of ours. Because if there wasn't something deeper than that, if there wasn't something to clear, you would be neutral You would not care that that chick is meditating for eight hours and working her business one hour a day. You would not care that that girl is on her stories day in and day out. If there is an emotional charge there, it's pointing to to something deeper. And we just need to be aware of that because like I always say, awareness precedes change. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.